<laughs> there's there's a, a video on YouTube that I love using. There's a, it's like this old grandpa, and it's like a 10 second thing that he just sits. He's sitting there watering the grass with a hose, and he goes, "99% of the time, I have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about." <laughs> yeah, sounds <laughs> sounds about right. But anyways, we are live. Oh, are we? <laughs> yes, yeah, like we've been live since you started complaining. Not really. Who started complaining? Ooh, yeah, Nick, you were the one complaining for the majority of this conversation. <laughs> I feel like we've been on this call for like 15 minutes, and a vast majority of it has been you complaining. I had to get it out before we started the podcast. It's fine. That's true. Now, because now it's all fun. And That's fair. Fun and reminiscing about the last year of the escapism and my complaining about it. Exactly. Uh, hello. We'll, and, we'll see how long that lasts. <laughs> hello and welcome uh, to Breakout, everybody. This is episode number 22. This is the Escapist. Uh, live podcast conversation show about games and movies and all sorts of fun things. And this episode is going to be centered around reminiscing on the year that was 2021 and looking forward a little bit to the things we're excited about in 2022. Uh, my name is Marty Sleeve, and as always, I'm joined by Casey Wosu and Nick Calandra. Hey, fellas. Good morning. Hey. Yeah, look at us doing it in the morning. We're doing it live. This is incredible. What's up to everyone in chat? We appreciate we see some new early access members and some some bonus content comments. Uh, we'll be gathering up comments and and super chats and donations and all that, and and we'll be reading them in the back the back part of the show. So yeah, as always, we appreciate uh, donations, comments, memberships, uh, everything like that, because that helps keep the lights on and lets us do all the weird shit that we enjoy doing. A lot of which we'll be talking about in this episode. <laughs> also, people have noted the uh, Dark Souls thumbnail art. We had no specific <laughs> game we were talking about today, so I just told Bennett and Dark Souls. That's fine. That that sums yeah. up the last year of the escapist. Yeah, <laughs> I, f I feel like the the mod that Jack played, where it was uh, Halo, Halo or Dark Souls with Halo, Halo guns, yeah, is that sums us up. Yeah, that's the escapist <laughs> in a nutshell. Yeah. Uh, so, how are you guys doing? How's your how's your how was your holiday going? Uh, I finally got to celebrate uh, yesterday. <laughs> yeah, you like got presents. a commission for a bunch of it, right? Yep. You had like lowercase o Omicron. Uh, I don't know yet, but uh, my girlfriend got tested. She didn't have it, but she, I think she just had, she had to actually come home early uh, from her trip because she was sick. But then it was uh, just a, uh, I think she just had a bad allergy reaction. She's allergic to cats, but she came back mm. negative on both tests for strep and COVID. But I haven't gotten tested yet because I can't. And now it kind of doesn't seem like I should bother because I don't want to be around other people that have COVID. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah at this point it's like <clears throat> if you're planning on like ostensibly self-isolating then it's almost like what's the point of getting tested yeah like, pretty much if you're just gonna stay at home and, yeah and it's, it's so hard to do it anyway like you gotta like the i went to urgent care to get tested before planning to go to my fiance's sister's house and the line was around the block yeah <laughs> uh, that's what it's like everywhere in and KC like right now. and we got there an hour early the first people in line had gotten there at 5 a.m and the place opens at 8 like yeah, i'm not doing, I'm not that. doing that yeah i yeah i don't know i had all the symptoms of it it lasted for the four to five days that they said it was gonna last and then it was over and i'm fine mostly there you go so well, you, you but, sound less dead than you were last yeah, week yes I, I was yeah there were two days that i just slept the entire day uh but uh yeah as far as like things that i ended up doing i i finally i i spent three of those days like basically looking for a game to play being really annoying about it i started like if you look at the Steam account, you can see my track in there that I started like seven different games, like Elix. Uh, I, I tried Not Neo yeah, I Two. I tried, yeah, I, I everything. <laughs> I tried everything. Couldn't get anything. And I finally said, "Fuck it! I'm gonna go jump into Genshin Impact." And now I'm kind of hooked on that. 
Like, yeah. The, the loop. Yeah. Hit me. That weeb shit coming for you. I don't care about the weeb shit. I just, that world is super fun to go and explore through and the combat's pretty fun. Want to know why? Because of the weebs, Nick. It has, no. Yeah. It's got weeb energy. It's got, <laughs> it's got real, real strong weeb energy. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but, uh, I've been playing that, uh, and then, uh, finished all of Witcher, Witcher season two, which I quite liked. I, it's not my favorite. It's really like, good. It's, yeah, it's not my favorite fantasy show, but because I think the stuff with Geralt is all really good, but like the political side of it is kind of all over the place for me. Keep politics out of my Witcher. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just it's hard to track everything. Like, they no, don't, they yeah, don't spend enough yeah. time on those characters for me to get invested in, like I am in Geralt <laughs> yeah. and Siri. But it's, I don't know. Yeah. Did you did you watch that recap thing that they have kind of yeah. tucked away to the side? Yeah, yeah. That didn't help at all. Cause that helped a lot for me. It I can keep track of it all. It's just not terribly interesting. Like it's not. They don't spend enough time on it for me to really care. Uh, I, I'm much more invested in Siri and, and Geralt's journey and all that stuff. But I, I think it's season two felt like a really set big setup season, and season three seems like it's going to really dive into the weeds on that stuff. So well, probably, Netflix cancels everything before season three, so <laughs> we'll never see that. No, I think Witcher. I think Witcher's safe. I, yeah, I don't think Witcher's going anywhere. Um, yeah, and then the other show. I started was 1883, uh, which is on Paramount Plus, and it's a it's a prequel series of Yellowstone, which I haven't watched. Um, but I've been waiting for like a really good Western show since uh, Hell on Wheels way back when. And this this is scratching that itch. Like the the production values are crazy. Uh, uh, oh shit! What's his name? Sam. I forget the main actor's name. I'm <laughs> blanking on it. He's in everything. Sam Neil. Sam. Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. Sam, Rockwell? Sam Elliott. Uh, yeah, he's perfect, perfectly cast in that role. And it, he's actually like a lot of people are saying he's just very stoic like he is in like every role he does. But he's got more emotion in this this role than I've ever seen him have on the show. It's actually like there's some heart wrenching stuff with him in it, uh, especially like the end of episode three almost had me in tears. Just uh, just he's he's doing it great. He's going to win awards for his role in the show. Yeah, uh, Sam Elliott's great. If you, best, Sam Elliott's the guy. Who, making Creek. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> No, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, Samuel, for people who don't know, Samuel, it's like the guy in the Big Lebowski. He's like the stranger at the bar who every once in a while the dude will walk up to and he'll talk to him at the bar. Or he played the uh, he played Bradley Cooper's older brother in A Star is Born. I don't I feel like our audience is not the A Star is Born audience. <laughs> so not. I you, apologize. He's, he's one of the he's in the range. <laughs> I, too. I like that single. I love I thought it was great. Yeah, a little, little Cooper and Gaga. Great. He's, yeah, he's, it uh, he's in the ranch as well. But yeah, he's. Super good. Uh, He's in the ranch, like dressing. He might be. I don't yes. know. Yeah. What did you, What did you say? He's in the ranch. He's in. The, he's in the ranch. in the ranch on Netflix. He's in the ranch. The ranch is a movie. Or oh, show. Or show. Yeah. That's that Ashton Kutcher yeah, yeah. sitcom. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yep. Okay. Yeah. You should make that face because I don't know why they decided to make that. <laughs> it looks awful. <laughs> uh, but anyway. Uh, it's basically the premise of the show is the Oregon Trail is what what it is, uh, mm. and it, it really it's really fun. So you should give it a look. But that's pretty much what I've been up to. So more uh, Netflix video game adaptations. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Par- <laughs> Paramount Plus video game adaptation. Oh, oh yeah, they're, they're yeah. getting in on it too. They, they got Halo good. coming. They, 1883 is not as good as Arcade. Ooh yeah, that's true. It's trying to it's trying to steal Netflix's lunch. <laughs> um, what have uh, what have you what have you been up to, Casey? Oh, uh, watching mostly uh, my fiance because that new Harry Potter uh, retrospective is coming out soon. That's right. The, um, the she, anniversary. she wanted to. Yeah, she wanted to rewatch all the Harry Potter movies because she's like a big Potterhead. Is that what they're called? Potheads? Potheads. <laughs> Potheads. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I, I know it's a taco them also. Yeah. <laughs> God. So I'm being somewhat forced to watch them along with her because I've said this multiple times. Like I think Harry Potter is fine. I'm not like the biggest fan of that universe and stuff. Like I think it's okay. But have you seen uh, all the, movies, the first movie. I, I have seen all the movies and re- rewatching them now. I did not realize that the first movie is actually pretty bad. Like I, I oh, said, yeah. this is on the last stream I was on with Nick. Like I don't think that movie holds up well at all. I, I think like, the first two movies make any are sense. actually. I think the first two movies are actually pretty bad, personally. Pretty, yeah. I would probably, yeah. yeah, I'd agree with that. But like in my brain, I'm like, this probably gets better because I remember, you know, thinking like the last couple of movies I saw that are freshest in my mind were okay, mm-hmm. and that already starts to happen. Like, um, I want to say Goblet of Fire is what, like the fourth. Third, yeah. That's the fourth one, right? Yeah. So Prisoner of Azkaban does have a little bit of also like this is kind of a dumb setup. But Goblet of Fire is like legitimately an interesting and good movie. And like <laughs> that ending where Patrick, um, what's his name? Robert Patrick. Robert Pattinson. Or Pattinson. Robert, yeah. Robert Patrick's the Terminator. <laughs> Holy shit, I forgot he's even in that movie. <laughs> You're right. He's so young in that movie. That was that guy. Exactly. But like when he dies at the end of that, spoiler for Harry Potter 4. It's legitimately sad. Like it's really sad. So like that that's a good movie. And I'm assuming that the rest of them get better or are at least as good. As yeah. they go on so we're still working our way through that but yeah harry, harry potter is fine i still you know hold true to that opinion uh but harry potter magic fights are still dumb like they're not good yeah. they're uh yeah they're kind of they're, they're kind of nonsensical and yeah they're actually climactic yeah and they don't like set up rules well and harry just uses the same spell and occasionally it'll just do different things like sometimes it disarms a wizard and other times it like blows them back and other times it like shoots you're, a little beam. mad people telling you how false that is <laughs> it's not no them, those movies are those movies are bunk when it comes to logic i mean it's also about wizards and like talking cats yeah. and shit, it's so about it's about magic like oh but <laughs> you have realism. to use the right incantation yeah <laughs> marty's one of those uh, i want historical realism in my game i want historical movies. realism <laughs> in my in my wizard fights yeah. uh yeah no i did a i did a full harry potter rewatch uh, like a month ago as well um and yeah, I think starting at three, the movies get pretty good. Um, three, I liked a lot because that's the it was directed by Alfonso Cuarón, who did like Children of Men and uh, Gravity and Roma. Um, so I feel like that's the first one with like a real sense of visual style to it. Yeah, Prisoner um, of Azkaban is the one with the the werewolf fight at the end, right? Werewolf fight. It's got a little time travel. Yeah, yeah and that one. Yeah, that yeah. one definitely like, big, has a very a big dark fan of time visual loops. style to it. Yeah, yeah, and the uh, I think the most impressive thing with that entire series is despite the first two being Rocky, they did such a good job of casting those kids who would turn out to like be pretty good in those roles. Um, yeah. Like yeah, that yeah, could have gone so badly. Um, like but, Emma Watson was great from jump. Yeah. Uh, Ron and uh, Daniel, Daniel Radcliffe. Radcliffe. Yeah. I can never remember Ron Weasley's real name, Yeah, <laughs> but those two, they, they did get better as time went on. Like they, they yeah. kind of struggled a bit. I want to say in those and, first two. And I, th- I think, I, I think Ron starts the lowest, but I think he like ends up, the MVP of the three of them. Like, I think he's the, he's the best at his character by the end of the series. Um, hmm. The actor, not the character. I don't give a shit about any of the characters, whatever. It's a bunch of, bunch of redheaded kids. <laughs> I don't gotta worry about that. Right? Yeah. Uh, I think, I think they, I don't think they could have cast that any better. Actually, that's one of the things no. I've been noticing a lot lately is like, casting seems to not be as great in a lot of these fantasy shows and all that. That's the problem I'm having. Interesting. Like, the wheel of time is like, I don't know. It's just like the synergy when you watch like Harry Potter, like the synergy between the three of them, even in those early movies is still pretty good. Like they're all bouncing off one another. It feels kind of natural 
But like, mm-hmm. I'm watching the Wheel of Time right now, and something just feels off about it. I don't, I can't, and I can't even place my finger. No, I, I, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah like that, that core group of like friends, right? Yeah, yeah they, they do kind of lack a little bit of chemistry. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it takes a little bit. I yeah. felt that way about the or like season one of Game of Thrones. Um, I, I think is really good, but I think it took a while for the characters to sort of develop their rapport with other characters. And I mean, still by the end, like I think Bran was like awful, kind of by and large. And he was with yeah, us they, the whole fucking they way. They completely <laughs> destroyed that. Like they made that character real dumb. And yeah. I, I don't think that's the actor's fault. Like they just wrote him into a corner. Just, One thing I think is really funny is they were interviewing uh, Peter Dinklage, who played uh, Tyrion, or, right? Tyrion yeah. was his name. Yeah, right? Tyrion. Uh, they were interviewing just now about like a Cyrano de Bergerac movie he's about to be in, and they asked him about like the end of Game of Thrones backlash, and he's clearly like sick of talking about it. And he's <laughs> like, "Listen, it's just a, a show about fucking dragons. Like, let it go." Yeah. But they they put that up against the monologue he has in the last episode where he's talking <laughs> about the power of stories and how Bran the Broken story. <laughs> is the most powerful of them all Jeez. it's like oh that's Poor pretty guy. funny but i also agree with the like that was the same uh uh one day god who did they ask it was someone who was in someone who had like a small role in one of the later seasons and he spoiled something about the show beforehand and when they tried was to it be like, sharon it, no it was uh ian mcshane it was the guy from deadwood god, i forgot they put him and, in the show and he uh they they he spoiled something and they they tried to call him out for it. He's like, "How can I spoil it? The show is just all tits and dragons." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, oh, that's great. You're great." Oh, I did forget to mention uh, since you mentioned Ed Sheeran, for, it's just popped in my head. In 1883, Tim McGraw is one of the main actors in the show. The country, country legend Tim McGraw. Yeah, <laughs> that's weird. Him and his wife are that is weird. Him and his wife are husband and wife in the show, and they're two of the main characters. They're actually pretty good. Who's who's his wife? <sighs> Shania Twain. No, I, I forget her name. Isn't she like a country star? Yeah, she's also a country star. She uh, is a country star. Faith, Faith, Taylor, Faith, Faith Hill. Shana Twain is married to Faith Hill. Faith Hill. Okay. Yeah. Faith Hill. That can't be a real name, right? It's a real name. That's, that sounds yeah, like a probably, it's probably a that stage sounds, name. <clears throat> that sounds like a place in a video game that you go to for a <laughs> for like a side mission. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, okay, so you got your Harry Potter. I, I was surprised then, to learn Alicia Keys was not her real name. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'll just say that much. What's what's her real name like? I don't yeah. know, but it's not. A- she was Allie not born Alicia Keys. Yeah. Uh, and then you were also playing some Monhun Mon Rise. What a dumb way to say that. Oh right? yeah, Mo- Monster Hunties. Monster Hunties. He's, he's on the embargo for that on PC. I'm pretty sure. Oh, am I? Yep. <laughs> well, I've been I've been playing a lot of the Switch version, so is that was that okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's still there's still the same fucking monsters. It's the same game. But all I'm saying is um, I, I, I miss Monster Hunter World. Monster Hunter Rise makes me miss World. And it's weird because I can't, I can't exactly put my finger on why Rise feels like kind of like a little hollow. Like it's the same progression. Like they add things in terms of like the combat and the combos and stuff. Like really cool things. And the wire bug is absolutely fantastic. It's basically a grappling hook. Put them in all games. We've we've been over this. Uh, but I think, there's I think there's it's something. Just of the maps. The maps just feel like little arenas. And you that, think? Like, yeah, that's what I felt. That's why I fell off it very quickly. There's no exploration yeah, I, like, to I, it. There's no like actual hunting. It's just track down the icon, go after the monster, and call it a day. Yeah, and then just do and then do go the back fight. to the. But I don't know. Even menus. even the fights themselves feel like a little less epic. But that might also be because uh, none of the monsters, at least that I fought yet, because I'm still in the early game mostly, yeah. are anywhere near as big 
as some of the monsters you get in world like you you'll fight the same monster but like they actually vary in size by quite a bit so you can fight like a dumb big version of a monster you fought like a billion times hmm. and like everything in rise seems to kind of just stick to the same kind of medium to small size but i don't know i'll probably cool. just get to later monsters perhaps i wonder if that was like legitimately a design constraint from the switch yeah folks are gonna be playing it on handheld and everything even like we can't we can't do too much we have to like limit ourselves to to what we're doing here yeah. also going I'm, back i'm really enjoying quick. it but i just i wish it was a, it was a real really quick time. side note timbo in the chat said faith hill is just the tennessee version of the firelink shrine <laughs> 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 It was very good, Timbo. Uh, well, yeah, and we're excited. So, and then you're gonna have more thoughts on the the PC version when it comes out right. in, in a few weeks, I believe. Yes, right? that's like one of the first right. big games uh, of January. So, yeah, probably one of our first three Mars of January. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, looking at the releases with uh, Weird West moving, it's January's uh, kind of light until the last week, and then uh, stuff gets crazy come February, and then uh, we'll blink, and then it'll be next year, and that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Everything please, will be fine. Please no. <laughs> yeah, please no. <laughs> please no. I'm getting too close to 30. I don't like it. Right. <laughs> oh, it's fine. Although 30, I, did shovel, fine. I had to shovel snow yesterday and just my back hurts now. So enjoy that. Enjoy just <laughs> My pain. back hurts all the time. I, mean, I just had a car already. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, that's not because you're 30. That's because you're out of shape. God damn it. No, that's because I sit too much. <laughs> I work too much. Yeah, get working. up. Walk. All right. I'll just yeah. leave and never come Do back. Do jumping jacks. Get a standing desk. Get a treadmill desk. I have a standing desk. I just don't use it because all my cords don't reach as far up high enough. Yeah, you have a real bad problem. problem. You have a problem with with short cords. That's your problem. Also, you can get longer cords. Like they make longer cords. You yeah, an option. Yeah, and the cord market is pretty cheap right now. Like you can stop stop buying 4K movies and buy more cords. No, I have to have all the 4K movies. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, stop being like I finally uh, the Underworld trilogy. They finally announced the Edge of Tomorrow 4K copy, and I'm so happy because I almost bought it on Blu-ray, but I waited because I knew it was coming. You know what? You're not going to have it tomorrow if you don't get that standing desk and get that sciatica fixed. No, you'll probably have it tomorrow. You're probably not going to die tonight. I don't. I, I didn't mean I, probably. If I do, if I do, I'm going to come back and ghost you. Yeah, and if you do die tonight, I'm 100 percent suspect <laughs> number one for saying that. So, that's, for my sake and yours, don't die tonight. Okay. Um. Yeah, you don't get paid yeah, if Deeb, I die tonight because I got to fill out invoices. <laughs> Deeb so. says, "Oh shit, that's not good." <laughs> I'd be like, I'd be like, "RIP dot dot dot." So who do I send this to? Yeah. <laughs> Just just at John, like yeah, good, yeah. Luck getting, good, good luck getting in touch with our parent company. I can't even get in touch with them. So, <laughs> oh no. Uh, I was uh, I was burning through some stuff this week. I finished Paper Mario sixty four on the Switch Online. It's it's one. Of, it was one of the new uh, online games added to the uh, overpriced Switch thing. Um, I don't think it's actually overpriced. I think it's finally priced. You're uh, a shill. Pa- Paper Mario. Oh yeah, yeah. I totally am. Uh, Paper Mario sixty four. What a wonderful game. Great. Like that's the, was the start of like Nintendo's like super funny translation. Um, uh, the the it's one of those. It was like a great game to be playing while I was watching something else because it didn't require like a ton of my concentration. But the battles are still that sort of has that like active battle where you have to you know hit a button at the right time for extra damage or to block an attack. Um, yeah, but great game. Only like twelve hours or so. It's like didn't didn't like occupy my life for too long. Had a lot of fun with that. Uh, and then I jumped back into Fire Emblem Three Houses to play it again. And I got sucked back into that. And so I put like 15 hours into that. Man, 
I love those weebs. I love those weebs. Oh, they got so much drama. Oh, man. My students. I love my my students. Uh, It's great. And I'm right uh, right before the, um, I guess, I don't know. I won't spoil it, but a major thing happens partway through the game. Don't you spoil me there. I just bought that game. Okay, I won't. I was going to be like, hey, it came out two, three years ago. But that's, I know know you said you bought it, so I won't do that. But I'm before a thing that happens. And I'm hoping that, uh, I feel like it's about time because it was, that was three years ago, I think. And so I'm hoping that we get some some news of uh, whatever Nintendo's doing with that because it seems like that studio's just been, they just worked on that in the DLC and then they haven't had anything else since then. So I imagine yeah, they must have new, been working on something think, new, think, right? Yeah. You think that's like a, another series that'll take the jump from turn based to going open world or something? Uh, I don't think, it, I think it has to remain as tactics. It has to remain as grid based tactics. Yeah. Like, Right, I mean, yeah, well, they've they, done they, a, they don't have anything I, else. Like they're like trying to. to them, I would like to see them do like a Divinity Original Sin style combat system with Fire Emblem. No, didn't they do a Muso Fire Emblem? Muso one, yeah, Fire Emblem Muso. Heroes. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, as like a side game, I wouldn't mind them seeing do, doing different things. But like, I, I think making it non tactics would, I think, just anger a lot of people. But yeah, that would probably be a mistake. I, yeah. can't, I can't imagine them doing that and that being received well, because that that game was probably for a lot of people who love tactics games, their first experience with a tactics game. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And it, it does the thing where it takes tactics, but then like marries in the like persona weeby, like dating and friendship and bonding. Yeah, the and, visual novel genre. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the game is weird because it's like completely like 50 percent of the game is like large scale tactical battles and then 50% of the game is like running around the monastery and being like ooh I gave her a cake maybe we're gonna have tea later and hold hands who knows uh, we did we had tea later and we held hands so suck it oh yeah that was really nice um, Put the suck and on. some of the stuff <laughs> suck on it everybody some of the stuff I was watching while playing said switch games uh, I watched a bunch of the new movies that came out like uh, Don't Look Up which is a new Adam McKay movie with uh Leo and Meryl Streep and Jennifer Lawrence and Jonah Hill. Lawrence. And yeah. And yeah. Cuddy and Ariana yeah. Grande. And- yeah. T- Timmy Chalamet shows up like two thirds through. Um, I don't know why I called him Timmy. I'm not, we're not like, I don't, I've never <laughs> met him. I don't know if we're, we're not close. I said, I don't know if we're close. No, we're not close. I don't know him. <laughs> uh, you know, maybe he knows you. You, don't, you have no idea. He did have uh, an Xbox controller repair channel or whatever, right? That's true. <laughs> That is true. So maybe he watched that Xbox documentary, which I appeared in for like two seconds. So there you go. Maybe he has right. seen me. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I thought the movie's good. It's uh, uh, it's very heavy handed in its message, but I think uh, ultimately, like the message of the impending doom of climate change and the fact that no one gives a shit is worth a heavy hand. And some yeah, of it was pretty I've funny. Seen, so I have seen so many different takes on that movie. People either love or hate it, and there's no in between. I think. Yeah, I mean that's the internet. You, you can't yeah, just yeah. be like, it's fine. Yeah, like I think the movie's totally fine. Uh, stuff I like more though, Encanto, the new Disney movie. It's on Disney Plus now. Uh, I still need really, to see that. Who? Uh, great songs, like Lin Manuel Miranda, like batting a thousand in this movie. His, he did all the songs. Um, uh, incredible visuals, like just like there's so many colors. I've never seen that many. They, I think they invent new colors for the movie. Yeah. Um, and like Coco, I think it just had this really like resonant message about uh, uh, life and family and and the afterlife and everything. And so yeah. Really good stuff. Check out Encanto. Uh, and then uh, the two shows I was burning through, I got fully caught up on For All Mankind on Apple that, TV+. Plus. that good? Yeah, I think it's great. Yeah, it, uh, it. What is that yeah, about? It's uh, an alternate history where um, Russia beats us to the moon. And so Russia okay. lands on the moon first. And then uh, uh, Russia lands a second person on the moon, and it's a woman. 
And so it's how uh, it really fuels a space race. And so by like the 80s, we have colonies. We have like a colony on the moon because since Russia beat us, this like really started a sort of a back and forth of each of us going further and forth, further and how Russia putting a woman on the moon like it moved women's rights forward in America like super far. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, but it's uh, but it's really interesting. And then the set it like, you know, starts off as sort of alternate history, almost kind of like Mad Men, uh, multi like a, a large cast character drama. Mm. But then by the second episode, it when when it gets or the second season, when it gets into like the first season is about the 70s and the second season is about the 80s. It almost becomes even more like it's like, what would the Cold War look like if we had colonies on the moon uh so really good big fan of it and and like everything like we were talking about the other apple tv plus stuff like foundation has really high uh, production values so uh big nice. fan of that and then the last show was okay, yellow yeah. yellow jackets which um it's, it's currently like seven episodes in not a lot of people are talking about it because it's on showtime which is like a fake channel um like it, i forgot that that still was around yeah that used to be <laughs> just for stars. like stars <laughs> That used to be like the like in the nineties. It was like ooh, a little bit of softcore on Showtime. <laughs> Look what's going on over here. Um, but yeah, now it's like stars. Like you said, it's it's like who has this? But uh, you could sign up for like ninety nine cents. You can get two weeks free. So, so I would recommend waiting to the end of the season. Uh, Yellow Jackets is um, it's a show. It's set in two timelines: one one in the nineties, one in current day, and it's about a uh, gr- uh, high school soccer team, a uh, girl soccer team, who makes it to the national championship. Uh, goes to fly to Oregon to to partake in the championship, and their plane crashes in the Canadian wilderness, and uh, they have they end up spending eighteen months in the wilderness, and it's this sort of like Lord of the Flies thing. But then the the other half it keeps coming back to are the survivors um, in modern day, and they're adults, and how like they are very secretive about the shit they had to do in order to survive, because you get these glimpses of like genuine horror of like wow. what they were doing, like like turning on each other and everything and like like it's very right at the beginning it, it highlights like cannibalism and stuff and then like how these like women are trying to like coexist in in like the regular life um so yeah it feels like a mix of like lost and desperate housewives and like lord of the flies um but yeah really great cast um like the the both the, the young versions of the characters and the the modern day versions of the characters all great so hmm. Yeah, highly recommend it. It sounds like something my fiance would absolutely eat up. Yeah, that sounds yeah. like something my girlfriend would watch too. We're, yeah, we're watching. Yeah. Uh, we're watching the first season of Fargo right now because I've never we never watched it. Oh my it. god, I love Fargo. Yep. Yeah, super good. And then uh, I did forget to mention I, I finally watched Shang Chi. Uh, oh, nice. What do you think? I actually really liked it. I, I, it was oh. so visually different from any of the other Marvel movies that I enjoyed it for that alone. Even though this the plot is kind of bullshit, but. Yeah, uh, you know, I didn't really connect with any it's of that. It, fine, it's fine, it's <laughs> fine. It's just like it, it. I actually usually I like look for a better story in the Marvel movies. That one I was just like, give me all this kung fu action. And that was all good. Well, stuff. that's how most kung fu movies are, though, yeah, right? I know. Like, I know. Uh, so like it kind of fits. Yeah, yeah. I uh, yeah, I think the uh, it again it suffers from the Marvel thing where it turns into like a, a gobbledygook CG fight by the end but it, it was uh, okay because it was like so different from what they normally do i thought the dragons were super cool uh the only thing that didn't uh, I really the dragon was pretty boring oh really the only thing that didn't yeah. work for me in that movie was the humor like it felt really out of place oh i like the humor oh really i actually really like aquafina i think uh, i feel like i'm one of the few people who really I, like her i i want to like aquafina 
but she she makes it hard sometimes because one she named herself Aquafina. <laughs> like just use your real name. Like I, I we all we all see what you're doing. Yeah. Use your real name. <laughs> I think the problem is one of those things where she named herself Aquafina when she was still young and dumb. Right. And then became famous with the name and was like shit. Like what do I do? Like it's we still call the well, rock the rock. It was an idea for her. Use your real name. Like you're in a Marvel movie now. <laughs> yeah. Like you're like you have your own like uh original TV show like uh, what's it called? Like something from from Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. Jenny yeah, from Brooklyn, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Like she's she can use her own name. There's nothing yeah. stopping her from using her own name. Yeah. No, and she was in like an Oscar nominated she was in what what was the movie? The the um the farewell? She was in a movie, like an Oscar nominated movie. That was about her like going back to, to China. And it, right. Yeah, like, I, she can change her name. Yeah. Okay, I agree with that. Yeah, I'll agree there. Um Yeah, I, but also, I think man, the fight choreography, the fight on the bus was great. Oh, oh yeah. Great. I love yes. that. And I think he's I think Simeon Liu is, is super charismatic. Big yeah, him. Liked his character. Yeah. Uh and then I also watched uh, Venom Let There Be Carnage, which I thought was a lot pretty crap <laughs> yeah <laughs> both venom movies but, are pretty crap but 80 80 minutes long i great thing yeah it went Love by that. it went by real oh, quick wow. but oh no. boy i just ugh. so mm. i don't it's the only thing that i like from so i i have really bad feeling about that morbius movie too oh yeah that's gonna be a real a real <laughs> yeah, that, that trailer did nothing for me uh-uh yeah so it's also confusing because Michael Keaton's in that trailer as like Vulture, and I'm like, well, where does this fucking movie take place? What's I, going on with this movie? Yeah, I'm more. I'm actually more, a lot more interested in seeing what they do with Venom in the MCU. <laughs> uh, I don't think Venom's going to be in the MCU. But did you not watch the final scene of both No Way Home and and uh, Venom Two? The uh, the extra. Oh, scene? okay. He's okay. definitely. Well, going we won't MCU. talk about. <laughs> well, Venom. Well, okay, we're not gonna. The movie's too new. <laughs> yes, it's not really a spoiler yeah. anyway. Well, if they if they do do it, I I feel like it wouldn't work. Like it's such a it's such a weird take on Venom. Like it's like well, the way be, they do Venom in those I, movies. I think without, it's pretty clear Tom Hardy's Venom will not be yeah, in the yeah, MCU. That, but without with without spoiling what they do at the end of No Way Home, I think they're gonna bring him to the MCU. Venom, not Tom Hardy. No, oh, okay. Well, yeah, yeah. Come yeah, on, it's yeah. Spider Man. You yeah. gotta, you can't have Spider Man, yeah, and then not have Venom eventually. Yeah, that's how I you end up with Spider Man too. Just bring uh, Topher Grace. Bring my, <laughs> yeah, get him off the ranch. I don't know. Was he on the ranch? Was everyone from that '70s to- show on the Topher ranch? He was, was, he was not. So Topher Grace was on an entirely different sitcom that I can't remember the name of. <laughs> was it not that '70s show? Was he on multiple sitcoms? No, I'm talking about a, a more recent one, one that I think is still actually on the air, but maybe got canceled after its first Topher's? season very oh, recently. I don't know. Do you know how? Do you see how Topher Grace like re-edits movies into like better cuts? Like he has a cut of the Star Wars prequels, and it's like a three-hour cut of all three of the movies combined. And he hasn't released it to public, but he screened it for friends, and like friends are like famous people, and they've all been like, "This is literally better than the prequels." <laughs> like he's like fixed the prequels by like editing the movies himself i don't know if it, if it's only his friends who are reviewing his work like i feel like i can't really i can't really trust uh, their w- takes wilmer valderrama gives it two thumbs up Jeez. <laughs> shall we get to the main topic he gives it a hundred dollars in cash money <laughs> that's a that's a yo mama that throwback is, joke that was really good <laughs> no one knows what the hell i'm talking about yeah what do you think what do you think more people in our audience know about yo mama or a star is born <laughs> which which reference lands with a bigger thud? There's, there's no way to know. 
because I had a very hard time proving that your mama was a show that actually existed. That was a, what was that? What was There's that? like a single, very blurry clip on YouTube of like a scene of your mama, and like a dude who I think was in your mama is the person who uploaded it. Like I'm fairly, I'm fairly certain that that was the case. Like was, nothing else exists from that show. I don't know. I don't know why that show just brought up. Remember that? What was that show called? That little. It was like Honey Bee or something like that. Honey Bee. A Honey Boo Boo. Honey Boo Boo. <laughs> what? I don't know why that popped into my head, but that was like the weirdest fucking thing I've ever seen on TV. Wasn't that like the? Wasn't that like a reality show about like a, a <laughs> little kid yes. beauty pageant with like a weird mom? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A very, very with weird a mom. really, really that? weird family. <laughs> yeah. Why'd you bring that up? Why'd I you bring don't those creatures know. up? It just popped into my head. <laughs> those creatures. <laughs> Holy crap! That was one of the lowest ratings on IMBD I've ever seen. Two point six. And then the first oh, audience review you. says it was the most amazing thing I've ever watched in my life. It was a <laughs> definition of trash TV. Like, it's essentially <laughs> yeah. like it was Tiger King before Tiger King. That is true, but at least Tiger King said tigers. Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> Did anyone watch Tiger King season two, or was everyone pretty much over that? <laughs> it is funny what a flash in the pan Tiger King was because season two came out and no yeah, one watched. No, anyone tuned into that. Like, I don't care about these. Remember people. how they like? Well, I don't feel they like they did any marketing like a movie or a series. Like they wanted to like a fictionalized version yeah. of Tiger King. Who and it's was, like Nicholas Cage was supposed to play uh, Joe Exotic. Yeah. And by the time I'm like, no one's going to care about this by the time it comes out. Like it's, I don't know. Like they said, yeah, I don't know. It's dumb. I, I, I'd watch Nicolas Cage try to be Joe Exotic. I, speaking yeah, of I Nicolas Cage, I picked up a copy of the Nicolas Pig. Cage God, Pig is so good. I need to watch it. No spoilers. Oh my God. Pig is like legitimately good. Yeah. If you want a good Nicolas Cage movie, Pig, I believe it's on Hulu. Yes. It's it like, uh, it's like uh, John Wick, but sad. But instead of dogs, it's a pig. <laughs> I guess that works. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Topic. Oh, turn. Nick, did you you said the topic? What's what's the, today's topic? Well, the topic is reminiscing about the last year of the Escapist. We are heading into year four of our revival effort. If you can believe that, I can't believe it. Brought back in 2018, and then that team got thrown out pretty much, and we took over in July, or, uh, early 2019, and so we're going into year four. It has been crazy, I'll say that. A lot of fun. Yeah, tell, yeah, tell, uh, tell folks a little bit about like what did you see as sort of the biggest, the biggest changes in 2021, the biggest like hurdles or obstacles, or at least the things you were able to sort of help overcome honestly i don't feel like we had that many obstacles this year like when we when i took over in 2019 that was really scary because like nobody had communicated with the youtube audience before the escape like there was not a single post on the community tab for the escapist there have been zero that was kind of a newish feature right not 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 that new it's been around for years before that but uh, the site was dead probably before that the became site, a thing. No, it wasn't. <laughs> uh, the site never really truly died. They just never used those features on YouTube. Uh, so there was no communication. I mean, the the account like never commented on the videos on YouTube. And then of course, like it was just kind of yacht. Like pretty much, there was a couple people behind the scenes. I think running the streams, but like it was Yahtzee and that was it. Uh, so. The first year, a lot of the comments were like really speculative and really like kind of weirded out by like, oh, the escapist is a thing. Like you guys are doing something and like I only want Yahtzee, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and it took it took like a whole year 
uh, of communication to kind of like get people to like buy into what we wanted to do. Uh, and then, uh-huh. so last year that, that was like the first year it was basically getting people to buy into the vision and see what we did. Then last year we launched memberships and all that and really started building the community around what we're doing. Uh, and then this year was kind of like just fleshing all that out, really focusing on the content, really focusing on streams, uh, getting people to connect with us, you know, having a lot of fun. So I, I would say like, we're kind of like in the real stride of it now. Like we have all the foundations set and now next year we could really just focus on everything we really want to do. Uh, you know, we have memberships now that are, are, have grown us some substantially, uh, same thing with like the streams, they become such a major pillar of, uh, of the escapist now across all of them. Like if you, I know, I know people like look at our view counts and like, Oh, you know, a hundred people watching breakout or, or the escape or, um, the editor's hour or even hidden gems or whatever. But if you, if you weren't here at the start, like when we started the editor's hour, I think Casey was you and I like at the start, I think we had like 30 viewers for most of those streams for yeah. a while. We're up. Yeah. We're, <laughs> you know, 150, 200 people watching us every day. Now is a lot, a lot of growth in one year. Uh, and we're going to, and I think Elden Ring is really going to blow us out of the water for views there. I think that's going to be like the first time we've played a new game on stream that's really in the zeitgeist that we're kind of going to be on, on the ground floor on. And I think that's going to be a, a well, we, what we played Halo. Uh, yeah, but it wasn't like, that's not really a game that anybody wanted to really watch stream. I think besides multiplayer, like when we do it for game night, I'm talking about, I mean, Elden Ring is going to be probably the biggest release of next year. At least uh, not, not in sales or anything, but in like attention on, on media, I think. Cause like, you know, you can look at like horizon forbidden West. I don't think a ton of people are going to be watching people stream that. It's, you know, it's a story centric game. It's not really about challenge and all that. Maybe it will be. I don't know. But I think, I think Elden Ring, at least for our audience, that's going to be the most important release probably of next year for us. I mean, that's been one of the funny things. Like we were joking about having the, the Dark Souls image in our thumbnail because yeah. we we're like, well, we don't know what else to put in there. But it's like, yeah, this has become like a very, it feels like all of us, whether we were playing Souls for the first time or longtime Souls fans or revisiting it after a long break, like we've all, sort of like rallied around either the souls games or when demon souls remake came out or yeah. uh sekiro or bloodborne and so yeah it is interesting like you said when like this is the first time we'll be able to do one of these sort of live when mm-hmm. everyone else is playing them with elden ring and like you know instead of having chat be like oh do this this and this it'll be like oh we're all we're discovering all this together, together. Yeah. and i think yeah, yeah i think yeah i fully i fully expect elden ring will be a, a massive boon in our in our streaming and all that uh, yeah. It'd be crazy if that game was just really bad. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> just, just from the preview, on. I have a, I have my doubts about it being bad. But uh, you know, just yeah. in, just in general, though, like you know, like I said, we have all the structures in place. Uh, as those of you that watch us on the regular know, like Marty's now our deputy editor, so like we're actually getting a lot more organized in terms of content. Because like for the past three years, it's just been me kind of throwing shit at the wall and seeing what people like, and now we kind of have an idea of you know the kind of content people want to watch on YouTube. Uh, we know that we can do a show like the takeaway and not have it do crazy ZP numbers, but members love it. So we keep it around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, Introduce new folks like, like J mate and bring on the anatomy and everything like that. That's yep. like just a, a, a smart design centric show that none of us had the tools to, to make, but uh, you know, bring him in and he just immediately jives with everyone. So, yeah. So I think, you know, we're, we're kind of at that spot now where 
you know, first year, first year was all oh, the escapists is back. Everybody hates us. <laughs> you know, everybody's still bringing up the Gamergate stuff that we had nothing to do with, obviously. Uh, and then, you know, the next year kind of that quieted down quite a bit, but still a lot of suspect, you know, skepticism and all that. And then this year, like we haven't really gotten any of that this year. It's really been not bad at all. And pretty much when people do bring it up now, like I am noticing people on Twitter right away, stepping in to defend us, like, no, they've created something really positive. That's really friendly. That's feels welcoming to everybody to be here. Uh, and that's, that's like our whole, that was our whole vision. So I'm like really proud of the fact that people have supported that vision. Uh, it's taken a lot of moderation to get there because of course, like we still get, you know, a lot of asshole comments and everything, but they just, yeah, the, the internet's going to be the, the internet's going to be the internet. But also I think like we've, I've moderated myself and the mods and everything have done such a great job moderating that the people that would normally just be lurkers are coming out and actually being a part of the community, which is drawing out other lurkers because like, Hey, I don't have to worry about being attacked every time I open my mouth on the escapist. You know, I can actually say what I want to say and not, not get, you know, hated by everybody. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, because that, that's usually the thing, right? Is like, there's a, a silent majority of people who are, you know, very passive and like, they're enjoying what you're doing and whatnot, but yep. they don't want to be bothered with like the toxicity that can exist in those comment sections. Yep. And by having a really good, you know, team of moderators, you eliminate that. So like, Hey, it's like an open field of daisies that you could just kind of hang out with your, with other cool people on the internet. Uh-huh. I mean, we have a lot of cool people in our community, like you, like you guys in the community really help foster that because when you see that the chat is filled with positivity, it does make it that much harder to kind of show up in the middle of that and be a gigantic asshole. Yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> that's the, that's the funny thing is like when somebody does come into the chat and is being a negative Nancy, they get called out instead of the other way around. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like it's so it's, yeah. you stick out like a sore thumb if you're just mean and, and negative. And I, I think that's awesome. Like you don't see that. I don't see that on any other website in this industry. Not, not a single one. I don't think anybody puts the time into moderating like we do. To, to make sure that like people that want to be friendly and positive and that doesn't mean we're we're free of criticism either like we know we don't no, have no, criticism but like if you just sometimes like the comments will come in and like fuck you guys i hate your opinion like that's not worth listening to you like if you have a criticism yeah. of what we did or don't like don't like your opinion on something then voice it but don't be an asshole about it <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah one of the uh one of the the biggest differences i've seen being here uh compared to like a, a the previous job at IGN is like you were mentioning Casey is seeing those like familiar folks in chats all the time and like seeing, you know, when time applicable, like seeing honey money in the chats, like helping out with moderation or seeing even like here, like seeing the, the folks that we see almost every stream, whether it's, you know, George Lucas or, or Shawshank or Deebs or any, like all, all of you guys. And, and it really stuck out to me. Like when Nick and I were doing that eight hour persona stream of seeing folks who like watched the entire time. With hours, us. Like, yeah. That was incredible. Yeah. That yeah. was like, absolutely amazing and 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 yeah you guys know that like folks who tune into the to to hidden gems every week or tune into the full game let's plays or or, you know or this or breakout or or slightly something else um yeah i just think it's uh I, i think it's super cool and it does feel like it's like a we by being sort of funded and supported by the viewers like that's a part of like i don't know it's almost like being like they're the shareholders and so it's we were doing more souls games because it was clear like people wanted to see that kind of stuff. And, yeah. and we kind of pivot game night towards like, Oh, folks really liked being able to play halo infinite with us. And we had, you know, we were able to play with like, we had too many people to play like for a single room. So we had to swap people yeah. in and out. And so we, you know, lean towards that for a couple weeks longer than we 
initially planned to because folks are digging it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I do really think, uh, I think we've hit our stride. Um, you know, I, if you remember, uh, you had access to the, the, the quarter four update that I did, but it was like, I won't give out all the details on that, but like generally like, uh, we, we are still on a growth track and like we grew a lot this year, actually, both in revenue, uh, you know, view, view, view numbers have been down obviously, but it's because we're, uh, well, for one ZP was kind of boring this year. There wasn't a huge amount of big AAA releases for him to cover. Uh, really saw that in December. Oof. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Compared to last year when you had cyberpunk and Valhalla and all those reviews. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, even though, even though our, our, our views are down in general, like the, the revenue is so much higher because like we're, I think we're making every dollar go a lot farther, which is really fun. Uh, mm-hmm. and like, honestly, like, since the first day that I started in games and media all the way back in 2009, I think this was aside from like, you know, parent company things and all that kind of getting involved. Like I think this has been the least stressful year for me in terms of all of the time I've spent in media. Like I just had a lot of fun this year, uh, mm-hmm. you know, streaming the souls games. Like I had a great time streaming dark souls. Uh, I've had a great time in the halo game nights. Uh, persona was fun to stream. Like it's just, we're just, I think we're just having fun. And I think that's why it's so much like the content's gotten so good. Uh, I'm extremely proud of the content we put out. I think, I think we kick ass on that front. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. And I love that. Uh, it feels like whenever, like, it feels like the, the crew we have streaming, like no matter which combination of folks you put together and whether it's two people, three people, you know, a, a six people in game night, like you almost get a different tone. Um, but it's all, like a tone that fits in the same universe. It's almost like a, if you have like an ensemble cast in a show <laughs> yeah. and you're like, Oh man, this episode is these two characters. Like, I don't know like, I haven't really seen these two characters like have their own side plot together. Um, and so like the tone you get from like, I feel like hidden gems is like, cause you and you and Jesse, I think are just both like so positive and delightful. And like, it's like, to me, it's like the anti snark yeah. to, having like a Yahtzee stream, which is great. And like, you know, yeah, Yahtzee's incredible. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes we need yeah. that, that balance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and so, yeah, I think, I think I really love that. Yeah. It's, it's funny. Like the only people that seem to hate our content are the ones that don't pay attention to it. <laughs> and which that's funny because yeah, they, if they, it's, if they hate funny. things they don't understand, they probably just hate themselves. It's all they hate themselves. <laughs> that's funny. That's fine. Yeah, also, that's how you know you're doing something right when you got haters. Yes, that's true. That's what I've heard from several of rap song. Yeah, Taylor Swift. <laughs> Haters gonna hate, 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 hate. Uh, Taylor Swift. Yeah, so I think uh, I'm, I'm positive Taylor Swift stole that. We've got, <laughs> we've got never. Little, we've got a lot of cool stuff for plan for uh, 2022. Uh, one of the things we'll we'll announce today on Breakout is that we do have a new documentary coming out in January. Uh, if you're not a, if you're not a member, you don't know about this, so <clears throat> become a member. Uh, but we will be have we will have a documentary on the Dark Souls Nightfall mod coming out in later January. What is Dark Souls Nightfall for people who might it not know? It is a total uh, yeah, conversion mod for Dark Souls that basically adds on, it's just like a sequel to Dark Souls that was built by fans. A Dark Souls 2, if you will. Yes, pretty much. No, uh, no, but it, it looks really cool. And this is the thing that the uh, the initial like uh, reveal trailer got like over a million, I think, views on YouTube yes. um, that of the mod, not of our documentary um <laughs> but uh yeah the documentary it was supposed to come out right before christmas they had to push it a month just because it's a small yeah, team we'll this the, as a passion uh, project we'll release the documentary day and date with the mod yeah 
Yeah, so I'm excited for that. That's uh, that's back half of January, correct? Yep. Yep. And then uh, also the other thing we're doing is uh, I've announced it a few times, but Adventure is Nice Season 2. We're doing that. Uh, planning is starting now on it. The The finale of Season 1 will be next Thursday or at the start of January. And then uh, don't forget that we will be launching it on podcast services as well via Anchor. And you'll be able to watch it on, or listen to it on Spotify and iTunes and all that stuff. Uh, just the show that you've already watched, but in audio form, uh, that'll be released every other week while we get ready for season two. Is there yeah, any a- production added to the podcast? Just curious. No. No. Or is it is just a straight audio? Okay. Well, I mean, I, like might, no, I might no sound effects. Slide whistles, <laughs> whatever you don't, what do you need sound effects for? You got Jack. I'm, I'm just saying, right? Well, yeah, Jack is a Jack, human Jack, sound effect, Jack right? Sound yeah. machine. He's the guy from Police Academy. Unfortunately, I had him smash his first sound machine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so were you around for that, Marty? No, he smashed it. Oh, yeah. So when Jack and I first started the Escapist show, he uh. He had like a sound machine thing that he would click and it would look like a little, stupid annoying. Yeah, a little soundboard. Yep. And handheld so soundboard thing. We made a bet on like, I think it was like for one of the showcases, uh, we made a prediction bet and whoever got the most predictions had to do something. And if I won, he had to destroy the sound machine. So like in a bit at the end of one of the Escape of Show episodes, if you go back and find it, Jack like made like a whole like somber, just beat the shit out of this sound machine with a hammer. <laughs> Is it a Viking funeral? <laughs> Pretty much. That's incredible. Well, he, like, would... the, clip, the clip is him like he's like reaching on the shelf for each tool and it's like really slow like, oh, this one? No, this one. Oh, grab me the fucking sharpest one I have. Bam! <laughs> what would... So if you would have lost, what would you have had it done? Like cut cut a pinky off? I don't remember. What, I don't remember what I had to do if I had to lose. It was... Probably would just switch to visors instead of hats. <laughs> oh my God. How awful would that be if you just wore visors every day? It'd be Jeez. terrible. Just tennis player. Keep that in mind, chat, as a as a goal to get me to wear <laughs> a visor. Hey, you got him to eat dog treats. You got him to play Persona. You can dog get him to treat. Wear visors. I ate one. That doesn't make it that much better. It does not. I still only ate one. But here's that. The thing with that though is like I said I was going to eat a dog treat, and they were picturing that I was going to eat like one of those huge milk bones. I was like, and then I pulled out like the little wheat there. Like, oh, that's all you're eating. It's like, yeah, what the fuck do you think I was going to think I was going to eat one of these yeah. giant bones? I thought you, I thought you were going to eat like a giant, like a human femur, like Snoopy does. How he eats like a bunch of those like man bones. Also, where does Snoopy get all those human femurs? What's going on behind Charlie Brown's house? I don't, I like don't it. know. Snoopy has a whole second life <laughs> Charlie, that we don't get to see. He does. And he was like a, he was like a World War II pilot. So he's like a veteran. All right. So how old is he? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. And especially in dog years. That's like a thousand in dog years. If you fought in World War II. <laughs> The immortal Snoopy. For some yeah, reason, absolutely. I feel like Charlie Brown would fit right in in Fargo. This uh, creepy little kid walking around. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Creepy little bald kid. Always wears the same <laughs> yellow shirt. Yeah. yeah. Got a bunch of pervert friends with blankets. Uh, Linus wasn't a pervert. I don't know why I said that. Linus is sweet. <laughs> um, yeah, but I think... Lucy, uh, though. Oh, Lucy is a, a straight-up B. I don't like calling people Bs, but she's a B. That whole football <laughs> thing. I'm like, what are you doing? You're like, that's awful. You're going to give that kid PTSD. <laughs> um, but no, I love how like uh, uh, I feel like this year we really like leaned into uh, uh, like a wide array of content, like spread, spreading our net wide with uh, trying out D and D and having it be a huge success with Adventures Nine. Like what an incredible show to watch, um, and now soon Fun to be time. listened to. Yeah, uh, and then bringing on you know folks like Darren, who's like knows more. Jesus, he said he watched Dar- like five hundred fifty movies in a he, tweet last night. He uh, is not an last night. In the year, yeah. 
my, my, um, like, fa- I thought my I watched a lot of movies. My favorite that comment was uh, on his on the latest year feature presentation. Some dude was like, "Darren's a film snob and only likes re- only likes real cinema." And I, da- I saw that comment. Da- da- yeah, I replied to it first. I was like, "That's so stupid. Why would you fucking say that?" And then Darren comes in and is like, "Yeah." Yeah, you mean like I did not like all these different Marvel movies and everything. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't feel, Venom. I think Venom Two was his, his one yeah, of his favorite Marvel his, movies. Of the his year. his Mar- his rankings for Marvel movies he posted on Twitter. It's like backwards from like what everybody else loved. I thought I assumed he, he was going ten to one, but it turned out he was going one to ten. You know, I couldn't yeah. believe he put Venom Two up there. I was like, Darren, you do in fact like some bad movies. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, I also like that we had him. He's doing. Uh, uh, book of boba fett uh like reaction articles for us and uh he gets a little bit of jump on it because it's his 8 a.m when it goes up as opposed to our midnight yeah whatever when it goes up and so he already like i woke up this morning and i saw Aaron slack he already sent in his reaction to the episode that aired that came out today and he's like oh i got my booster shot so sorry it's a little bit late and i'm like it's literally (laughs) seven in the (laughs) it's seven in the morning and it's already here that's incredible so i uh, I I still yeah, I remember I, the day seeing his thread on Twitter about uh, I think it was about 1917 I think I saw or no mm-hmm. I saw no no it was I found him via a tweet thread on the Dark Knight and I just read through it and I was enraptured by it and I was like all right I gotta get this guy to come write for me yeah DM'd him he was writing for me the next day just. Like, yeah, I love finding yeah, like, something I, like that on Twitter. Just random, absolutely. randomly scrolling. I'm like, oh shit, this this looks really good. Just get in there. Like I'm I'm a huge Darren Mooney fan, and it is thanks to the Escapist that he has ever been on my radar. Like I I appreciate the fact that Nick like goes and tries to look for like untapped, like under you know represented uh, talent to kind of like give a platform to talk to. Cause, uh, cause yeah, like the first thing I ever saw Darren do was his in the frame on Black Panther and how like that movie was essentially like a, a children's story. Like it's basically a superhero told from the eyes of a kid. And that, it made me cry like Darren's <laughs> uh, take on that movie. Like it made, it brought me to tears. Yeah. Like that is a critic. That is a good writer. Yeah. And I'm so happy to just read anything Darren has to say about anything. Well, and I like, love, I'm a I, big I, fan of that guy. I love when Darren and I uh, agree on something, but I like it even more when yeah. I wildly disagree with him yeah. and then read his uh. thing. And I'm still like, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. okay I yeah. see where you're coming from. Uh, but like, yeah, it's also like film criticism and games criticism at the same time. Like it, being good or liking someone doesn't mean you guys agree on yeah, and, everything yeah, because like, that is mm-hmm. wildly boring. Like yeah. I don't need to like read the thousandth piece on why, why dark souls is good like i i know dark souls is good everyone i know noticed dark souls is good like if you have like a real hot take that dark souls is bad and it works hell yeah yeah I, I yeah like i disagree with darren on a lot and like when we, he sends in pitches i mean like that dude i have never worked with somebody that can just send like he every every week he sends me like 10 different pitches and they're all good and i have like a hard time i am like store that one away use it later <laughs> store that yeah. one away, use it later i, I, was like, I have a like, theory there's multiple terrence i think there's several yeah, I, think, I think there might be i don't know i yeah. don't know how he stores that much information in my in his brain because i i read through his pitches and then i'm like i i <laughs> but yeah i think uh I hope I hope someday like I know the escapist doesn't get a lot of recognition for anything because we're the escapist, but I hope someday he wins some awards for what he does because like I think he is the best. Probably in the wins. Best. He probably wins like Irish awards, the like best best 
best boy in Ireland. He, he, he should. Best Irishman. <laughs> he should. <Yeah. laughs> best Irishman. Say he's second place to the Irishman. Yeah. The film. But he, I, I feel bad for him though because like he's so he's so nice in the comments and people just like if they disagree with him go after him and it's like oh man yeah he's too good for this world. Yep, he's too good for this world. I have to keep reminding. We, we like, don't Stan deserve Darren. <laughs> yeah. I have to keep reminding him like don't waste your time in the comments, Darren. I'll moderate him and then you can go in and talk to the people you want to actually talk yeah. to. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but, and I also love doing the I love doing the live streams this year of uh, press conferences and stuff. Everything from E three to we uh, game awards, even the little ones, the the indie stuff that pops up. Um, I don't know. I think it's it's like fun to remind because like it's smart to be skeptical and and to sort of maintain your consumer wits about you. But I think it's also important because this is ultimately like we write and we make shows we make shows about toys yeah. like these are toys at the end of the day and like it's fine to get excited for them uh and mm. so yeah i think it's cool to be able to watch those things and, and spoof and goof with everyone in the chat and get excited for exciting things and call out dumb shit so yeah, yeah. i like those two. i think uh, yeah or get excited for dumb shit like dokuvi <laughs> oh my god dokuvi's gonna be so good though are you kidding that's gonna be the game that's gonna put the escapists on the map if you want one fucking shelf elden ring right, we, also, we need to probably... get behind dokuvi now also there's a good chance that's the not a real floor. game there's a good chance that never comes out <laughs> yeah, it that's, might like, not ever come that's, out. Not, that's korean star citizen you gotta play black <laughs> desert and you'll know what that developer makes they i'm make, not gonna go they make black they make desert they make really good uh combat but my god the grind in that game is awful 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 that's fine that's a world i'll gladly grind Brandon. Yeah. Okay. Well, good luck. Go for it. It's two dollars on Steam. Go pick it up. <laughs> no, Doka V. Oh, I oh. I don't. Well, whatever. Also, you can't be. Isn't fucking Genshin Impact all about the grind? What are you I, doing? I've hard, grinding, I haven't grinded grinding at all now. in that game. I'm at, I'm at, you, uh, you haven't got to the grinding point yet. Cause yeah, I have. They, I'm haven't, at, they haven't got you yet. I'm at uh, <laughs> Prologue Act Three. I have to get eighteen. I rank adventure adventure rank eighteen. I have a lot of work to do to get there. And the side quests don't give yeah, you very like, much XP at all. <laughs> yeah, those higher adventure ranks is where it starts to tail off a little bit. But like I, after you get to like twenty something, yeah. like you're fi- it's fine to put that game down. <laughs> yeah, right. you don't have to keep playing it. Well, they they just <laughs> that's uh, like thirty hours. Or something. I finally jumped in because they just added in. Like I waited a year because they've added in a few expansions now. So now I have like a wealth of content mm-hmm. to get through that game, and I think I'll be fine. Yeah, it's like oh. two additional. Uh, Landmass map locations yeah, yeah then, then we're at launch now uh, but anyway uh, i think my favorite thing to see has been adventure is nigh because like you know marty and, and jack and yahtzee and, and even darren to an extent of all have like a presence uh and i think like between casey yourself i mean yourself and then uh you know amy and jesse and all that like i think uh it's really cool to see that we can pair you guys with yahtzee now and people are really becoming fans of what you guys are doing in general and like that was always the plan with the escape is like uh just kind of uh my my entire plan was to basically take because what what the old what the team that wanted to do before i came aboard and took over was they were just bringing all these already well-known people on twitter and all that that had all these really dumb takes like god the first guy i got rid of uh his take was on how dune is like the ultimate whitey mighty whitey story Oh my god! Mighty whitey. Yeah, there were. That's that's a new term. There were. <laughs> is that like a white? Do you mean is that like a white savior? Yeah, but there were like it. it yeah, I, I kind of I kind of like that. <laughs> well, there was like literally a thousand comments on that article just hating it. And Sounds it, like a hit for a year. I finally like I finally closed the comments on that and like and then that guy was like. He came back at me on Twitter. I was like, oh, you know, the escape is just a content farm. I was like, yeah, okay. 
Yeah, except we don't write hate, uh, hate bait and rage bait for clicks anymore. So that's all you did, buddy. Uh, but anyway, got, got, got rid of that and got rid of that guy and, and got rid of a bunch of people that just wanted to piss people off all the time. I was like, I don't want any of that shit. Uh, and th- no, it wasn't movie Bob. <laughs> it was somebody else. It was somebody else. That's yeah. Um, TV was a TV Rob. No, no, I, I can't even like, I can't even think of his name right now. Anyway, uh, that all happened. But my, my plan with the escape was like, bring in talent like that already has a backing like Marty and Jack and all that. And then pair them with people that like Casey said, uh, haven't really had a chance to shine yet. Like basically pair them up with people that, uh, to grow their fan bases alongside them. And I think that, I think we've successfully really done that. I think, yeah. you know, seeing that how much people, cause that was, that was like the thing we were, I was wondering about adventures and I was like, man, are people just going to watch it for Yahtzee or are they going to watch it for the whole cast? And it like yeah. people love the whole cast of adventures. Not like the, the amount of fans. Yeah, like, I've seen those comments. Like, like there's no that, negative oh, comments. Jack, or I, I, I came for Yahtzee, and it's like, oh, but like everyone is everyone having so much it. fun. Like, I like seeing how all those like that. That that's cool. Like, yeah, that's really yeah. cool. Well, that, and that's that's what I wanted to do from the start. Is like, you know, maybe maybe for the first year or so, uh, they're not gonna enjoy the other people around Yahtzee because you know Yahtzee's fans can be very only Yahtzee. I only want Yahtzee. Everything else is just noise to me. But I was like, you know, you put other people around Yahtzee and I think like I think Yahtzee himself has even changed a lot in the past year or two because like he was very antisocial when I first came out. He didn't want to do nothing with us. Uh, <laughs> and then we took him to E3 and he like as much as you think Yahtzee like would hate E3, he had a good time doing that content with us. Like he wants to go back. He had a, he had a lot of fun doing that. He keeps asking like when are we going to go back to E3 or are we going to do anything else in person? Uh, and then Adventures Night rolls around and now like he was the one that came to me first about season two. Like, I want to keep doing this. Let's keep doing this. <laughs> that surprised me. Soft, soften uh, him up. He's about to become yeah, a double yeah, dad. That's what happens when you're a double true. dad. You become a big old soft <laughs> dad. Yeah. <laughs> like, Yahtzee was the one who suggested, like, a, a retreat. A retreat. Where we all go. Yeah. yeah, like, we all go somewhere and then, like, try to just knock out a bunch of episodes. Like, that was Yahtzee's idea. Yeah. So, like, oh, clearly knock out, like, a full season in, like, one weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, bank it. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, like, before though, like yeah, I don't think he ever would have wanted to be in a group of people to do something like that. Uh, so I think we like really helped break him out of his shell. It's really nice to see. Like I think I don't think you know I, he collaborated with like Jim Sterling and stuff on the Escapers before, but I don't think Yahtzee like ever was like really part of the team. He was just kind of off doing his own thing, and now he's like really part of the team and he's collaborating a bunch of stuff with us. And like even I think he's having a lot of fun doing extra punctuation too. And mm-hmm. you know it's not as stressful on him having Matt edit those things, but. I don't know. It's just fun to see everybody kind of come out of their shell. And I think adventure is nice. Like the culmination of all that work we've put in the past two years to get to something like that, where people will just love it out of the gate. Uh, you know, Amy, uh, Casey, Jesse all have chemistry from streaming together for the past year over game night and everything already. So like you, you set that foundation and then you can start doing more collaborative stuff like that. Um, so that, that's, I think that's our biggest accomplishment is just be able to do a show like that with a bunch of different talent and it just all works like Marty's kind of been saying this whole time is, you know, mm-hmm. we, we have like a, a, a ensemble of people. Where yeah. I can, I can pair up with Jay made. I can pair up with you guys. I can pair up with Amy. I can pair up with anybody and oh. it just works. And I think like I yeah, think that goes yeah. for the entire team. Like you can put Darren with anybody on this team and you'll have something to talk about and it'd be fun. No, absolutely. Yeah. I think game night's like the perfect, uh, uh, a vessel for that too, because if you have, if there's six of us playing Halo, you get a much different vibe than like when the three of us were playing Knockout, Knockout City, Knockout Kings. No, Knockout, Knockout Kings City. Yeah. Knockout City. Yeah. yeah, and that just devolved. Mostly, it was like mostly like weeb shit, but it's great. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, so they already got their weeb shit show. I don't need to fund that anymore. <laughs> no, it was already fun. No, we are. Th- there are concrete plans. Yes, early yes. 2022 we, coming to a theater near you. We, not, we owe them a weeb shit show. Yes, we owe them. We're putting it right in your feature presentation, and I'm going to make Jack or Darren be a part of it too, just to make them uncomfortable because it'll be funny. Casey, Casey, it's your job to make them as uncomfortable yeah. as possible with weeb shit. Darren likes weeb shit. Mean, he watched Ava. See, no, Darren oh. watched Ava, but Darren is not like a big anime fan and okay. he was not big on Mugen Train. I need to have words with Darren about uh <laughs> what's it called it? Uh Demon Slayer. Oh, he didn't like that Mugen Train. Did he watch the rest of Demon Slayer? Yeah. Or did he just like jump into Mugen I think Train? I think he watched some of it to get what he needed out of Mugen Train. Yeah. But I, I don't think Darren is as big on anime as you might think. <laughs> So that's so you you already made Nick uh, a weeb in 2021. So the goal in 2022 convert convert Darren to the to the church of. Weeb. I, I always you know what I always forget about Darren is that he, he does in fact play some video games. I feel like he never touches them, but he 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 is a Nintendo boy. I, I don't know if he plays. I, I don't know if he plays that, anymore. No, I couldn't. Yeah, I don't know if he plays anymore. What if Darren pitches you an article about how Link is Hyrule's whitey, tidy whitey? What was it? <laughs> tidy whitey. whitey. <laughs> God. <laughs> the ultimate tidy whitey. Link is, oh, if we're being real, it. Link is the ultimate tidy whitey. Yes. <laughs> God. Uh, but yeah, so 2022, just, uh, you know, we're going to keep building on the streaming stuff. We have Design Delve coming soon. Uh, getting plans in store for that. Uh, we're gonna do more limited streaming series, like I know Amy and I are planning on while we're fun- while we're doing Gears of War, funding our next uh, co-op series, which would be on Divinity Original Sin Two. Uh, so that'd be really fun. Isn't that game like a hundred hours long. It's a hundred hours long, but my God, if Amy and I play that together, there are gonna be endless shenanigans because like that's so that's so many episodes. <laughs> it, oh yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be great. It's gonna be so much fun because like, she can she can be Debrella in the game and everything and. Uh, the the, the combat encounters are, are very systems driven, so things can go wrong very quickly, and the chat loves that. I like that. Uh, yeah, I feel like most of the streams are about things going wrong. Yes, I mean Gears yeah. of War is really hard for that because you can't like I can't just make her drive a tank into an abyss. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that was my favorite moment of this year. <laughs> hey, Amy, <laughs> to go forward, you got to drive the tank into that hole. Just go. Yeah, just go down that hole. Really? Okay. Here we. <laughs> <laughs> she was so hurt over that. That was the funniest fucking thing I've ever done. Like we keep like, having to relearn his lesson, not to stop making videos. Well, yeah, th- she well she she did that, and then she's like, "Man, this reminds me of the time that I made Jesse walk in the lasers on Destiny 2. <laughs> in Destiny Two, yeah. <laughs> I was like, was it like when you were doing a raid, or no? We were. Uh, it was just a mission. It was and, a strike, I think. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. And the like the lasers. If you walk into them, they kill you. And I was like, you have to deactivate that trap by walking into the laser. Jesse's like, okay. Boom. <laughs> That's really good. I'm pretty good at that. Um, and then, uh, yeah, the, the one big thing we're, we're working on right now to get set up for 2022 is, is a call. We put out a call for freelancers. So if you are a writer and interested in maybe contributing on the escapist, we're looking for TV and games writers. Uh, you can reach out at submissions at escapismagazine.com. Marty can put that in the chat if you want. Uh, we are, we are picking up some new freelancers for the team in uh, early next year. Uh, and one of the things that, you know, we've got the video side of things figured out. Now we've got streaming figured out. Uh, now we're kind of going to go circle back and, uh, hit up the website again and really start getting the written content fleshed out on there again in 2022. 
2022 year of the website working yes <laughs> please I, I just redesigned the whole front page again it's streamlined again it's nice uh fix some stuff on the website I'm, I'm still working on some stuff hopefully at some point we will get an actual like i don't know modern website but you know is that big old bacardi ad still there yes it's always there i don't know why it's always there i think they really just want us to get drunk and enjoy 2021 does, well, does bacardi still pay us though i don't know <laughs> i don't set up that stuff the only ads the only sponsorships i work on are on youtube <laughs> uh but like i said if you do like our video content like check out the website there's a lot of great stuff on there like if you like uh-huh. if you like the kind of discussions we have like we do all those articles that are opinion pieces that are and are really fun to read we have a great team of writers uh, and we're gonna be br- bringing in some new people to add to that talent pool so give that all a look yeah yeah, and we have uh, uh, another great example of our of our, our breadth of folks is uh, Casey had a video that he uh, uh, produced and edited uh, coming out uh, tomorrow Friday Friday Friday. Friday. Um, that's the three uh, MR's favorite games of the year, and so it's uh, five different folks. It's it's uh, Casey, Jesse, Amy, Will, and uh, Elise, uh, each talking about their two favorite games that they reviewed this year, and I think it's really cool to see the uh, the the breadth of of games that not only the escapist has covered but the games that uh folks here really dig so and yes, everything three, from three, three more yeah, it's very it's a varied list three more yeah, yeah. Those things <laughs> i'm the most proud of because goddamn we cover way more interesting games than any other site on the internet yeah it's just we give i mean and those reviews do so much traffic <laughs> they're so good yeah, yeah and it's but always it's cool fun. to see like like triple a games will do like fine yeah, uh, like something like Guardians of the Galaxy did fine, uh, but then seeing something like uh, XO One, like a, a small indie yeah. blow up, because like no one else is really shining a spotlight on it. So when people want to Google, like, what's going on with this game? What did you? What was the other game you said? Like it went, I think uh, Epic gave Morda it for free. That has four hundred thousand views on it. Oh, uh, recently, yeah, oh, like Epic uh, gave it for free before Christmas, and you had this huge Neon spike. Abyss, in. Yeah. Oh, uh, Neon yeah, Neon Abyss. That was it. Yeah, I have no idea I, what that game is. Yeah, I think when that review went up, it got like twenty thousand views, and now it has like one hundred and forty. <laughs> so, yeah, that happens from time to time. Yeah, that happens a lot on three more. Like I think a lot of them. I think like the, the average view count on those now over time is like fifty to seventy thousand views. So, yeah, I think it's. I, mean, well, I wonder if someone who works at Epic watches escapist three of mars and goes oh they like this little indie thing let's, <laughs> let's go hit up the devs and make yeah. put it for free I was, like i would not be surprised if that's the case yeah well, yeah, they, uh, like, yeah they get a big boost from epic and they get a big boost when games go on game pass uh so that's, game pass yeah that's that's why we cover all i mean that's why i do that because it's like i just know that if we cover that indie now it's probably gonna end up on game pass later and boom everybody's searching it yeah, and you're you're not having to like compete with like the SEO juice of like you know IG. We and own GameSpot the and, SEO juice on that. If you search any review on any of those indie games, we're in the top three spots anywhere. You should have our next liquid sponsorship be SEO juice after Mountain Dew and after <laughs> after you SEO get Cardi off the site. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> my, my my favorite thing, like uh, we're gonna shit on our parent company a little bit, but like I would I've been, never. I've been trying to get things fixed on that site for three years, and I kind of gave up, but. Like literally the other day, Marty sends me, uh, we, we had a skin ad on the site and then there was another skin ad running over it. And so I sent yeah. it to our, our tech at the parent company and he's like, no, that looks normal to me. And I was just like, okay, I shut off my computer and left. <laughs> yeah. That's like saying Leatherface looks normal to you. It's like a man with skin wearing more skin. It's yeah. not normal. <laughs> it's just a little piece of it falls off. Normal. <laughs> 
normal. Yeah, seems fine to me. He's uh, just like a big old southern boy with a chainsaw. Uh, yeah, so we are going a little over time today because uh, I do have to get ZP ready, but we'll, we can uh, oh, yeah. start up the uh, the super chats. Yeah, yeah, go back to the beginning of those. Yeah, we'll save our 2022 talk for, maybe we'll do it next week. We'll do our, our most anticipated games of 2022. Yeah, that, that would be yeah we'll do it in actual sense. 2022. Good. That makes sense. I didn't even put it in the description, so technically we're, we weren't even obligated to talk about it. Perfect. <laughs> All right, uh, Jared Vogelsang became a member in early access. Thanks for your support. Welcome, Gerald. Uh, Dawn plays games, member for nine months and bonus content. Says, hey, everybody, just wanted to say sincere, sincere thank you for a year of fantastic entertainment, and here's to another great year. Well, thank you so much, Dolan. Thank and you. I'm glad thank you so much. Keep playing those games, mm-hmm. like your name says. Uh, Dolan plays games. Just a casual spectator, donates $5, says, geared more toward... Mar- Mary, your name is Mary now. Marty and Casey. Any thoughts on Funimation acquiring Crunchyroll? Old news, but one of the first time I've caught this live. Yeah, wasn't right. the That's the scuttlebutt was that they would both fall under the Sony umbrella? Because doesn't Sony? Yeah, because Sony owned Funimation, and then yeah. Funimation dropped. I don't know if they consolidate into one thing, and all that anime is on one platform. Because you, you you either subscribe to one or the other, and if it, that turns to one thing and you get all the content that's a good thing mm-hmm. if it's the opposite where they're like all right well now all this is going to go to one and the other disappears that sucks yeah because they're i i think they're priced differently you know what they i don't know pr- they're priced differently i don't uh, one of them has a, a free version with ads i don't know if they both do but also whatever they do they just need to holy shit work on their uis because like this the the oh Funimation yeah, ui right. is like horrendous like truly horrendous and if you're on the ad version of crunchyroll it will play the same commercial every time it'll play the commercial three times in a row before it takes you back to it is insanity like you have to pay for that yeah you have to pay for crunchyroll you're gonna use crunchyroll that ad version is awful yeah so fix that please yeah i don't i'm 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 holding out uh, uh, an opinion for for what this is going to look like. Like this could go in a really good direction, or this could be incredibly frustrating. Yeah, it could. Yeah, it, there's no way to know until they actually do something with yeah. it. I do like um, how but, how places like uh, Netflix and HBO Max do have a, a, a solid anime selection. Like even if if you want to just right, dabble yeah, so it's in not anime, like a full, it's not a full on monopoly. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So there's a lot of great thing. series on both of those. Yeah, maybe we'll put together like a list of the best best shows, and you can watch on each platform or something. Your feature presentation yeah. segment. Uh, Mason Daniel donates five dollars. Says y'all, or you all, are the only channel I donate to. This is a great group, and y'all have all helped me through a weird year. Hope you all had a great holidays. Thank right. you so much, Mason. I think, uh, yeah, thank you. Thanks. Every, I think the community helped us all through this year too. Like I, I get on because I love doing the streams because I just get to hang out with people that are mostly positive and <laughs> yeah, know, especially it's like it's a, it's a good escape keyword. for us too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The last two years have been super weird, and being able to like hang out with with coworkers and with uh, everyone in the chat on streams has made it slightly less weird so we appreciate that made the year go by pretty quick for me <laughs> yeah <laughs> this year went by pretty fast yeah uh, that's just because you're getting old nick about to hit that dirty 30 <laughs> works differently that's true I, <laughs> yeah. I know i'm in a relationship now it's all downhill from here yeah there you go that's that's that positivity that helps foster a healthy relationship <laughs> Uh, I, yeah, I know I'm getting old when I was excited to get a cutting board and knife, knife set for Christmas yesterday. So, 
Ooh, that's just good, though. That's just good. John Wick's got a bunch of knives. That's true. He's not old. Oh, he is old. He's like 50. He's like, he's like late 50s. I mean, knives are, knives are useful. That's a yeah. practical gift. You should be happy. I am happy. I, I have never yeah, owned you a should good get a good, get a good mattress, get good shoes, and get good knives. I have a good mattress. I have good shoes. Now I have good knives. I'm complete. My life is complete. That's it. It's all. There you go. I don't know where I go from there. Now it's all downhill from here. Yes. Yeah. Okay. At least I have a knife to take with me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Paul says, uh, member, just join bonus content. Thanks for your support. Thank you. Don't forget, if you join yeah. the bonus content, make sure you check the community tab because you can watch the latest episode of Ask the Creators and Escape Us Highlights on there. Oh, I've not even seen those. See, that you're like real exclusive. Yeah. <laughs> gotta be bonus Do we content. have to become bonus content members? I'll put the links. That's in the a slide. great question. <laughs> you just send us like Vimeo links. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jason R donates five dollars. Says Escapist is the only thing I'm a member of, and the and thing for which I've spent I've sent super chats. Thanks for all the fun content this year and last during COVID. You're Thank you so much, welcome. Jason R. I'm Thank excited you. for a th- I'm I'm excited to make things during a third year of COVID. It's great. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> but like we said, like Harry Potter finally got good at Prisoner of Azkaban. Return of the Jedi is my favorite movie uh, in the Star Wars trilogy. So maybe this will be the best COVID year. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Like COVID's really starting off with a bang this year. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. COVID's, COVID's trying to break all the COVID records. Michael Jordan really hit his stride with Bulls in his third season. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, sober Man, Chad. It's so bad here, guys. So COVID's going to win the dunk contest this year. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, sober Chad donates seven Canadian dollars as personal surprise hit of 2021 for each of you. Mm. I'll go last because I have to. I assume we're talking about games. games yes. Surprise hit! Let me pull up my list. <laughs> I keep, I, I, yeah, I, I gotta pull. Up, I gotta pull up my list of completed games on Twitter. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of my favorite games were games I sort of knew I was gonna like going into them. Um. Well, if you guys are looking up stuff, I probably have yeah. them. But I, I feel like I did talk about this a little bit. Yeah. On like maybe the last show. Let's hear it again. But yeah, probably. The Riftbreaker is like the mm-hmm. one that I was most surprised uh, in terms of what I was expecting when I went in and how much I liked it on the other end. Like that game yeah. is legitimately fun and addictive. Mm-hmm. Like that's a game that is hard to put down once you get into it. And that's on and like, I, I, I game usually pass don't like as much well? of what. Yeah, it is on Game okay. Pass as well. You're right. There you go. Check it out. Like it's like base building and stuff. And like I don't gravitate to that at all. So like mm-hmm. I really didn't have big expectations, but I was I was way into that game. So the yeah, look, breaker is my answer. Great. I, I suddenly that's on that's on my that's on my short list of games I need to play. I'll jump in during break. Uh, yeah, most of my favorite games this year were games I either were super excited about, like Psychonauts 2 or, or Metroid Dread or uh, indies that I knew I was probably going to like, like Death Store and the, a lot of the Annapurna stuff. Uh, two games that stick out to me. Uh, I'd never played earlier Hitman games, and so Hitman 3 was the first one, or I'd never played of the, the World of Assassination trilogy, the modern trilogy. I hadn't played 1 and 2. Uh, and I loved Hitman 3. I thought it was like, such a fun way to start off the year. It was, it was, for a while, my favorite game of the year. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I, I need to go back and play that because Hitman 3 is just like uh, it's a, a stealthy sandbox that doesn't punish you for not being good at stealthy sandboxes. Like it wants you to succeed, but then is also deep enough and weird enough to really kick the tires on it and, and try some new stuff. Um, and then I think my number one might be Nick's. So, Nick, what is your surprise? Uh, actually, it probably won't be because uh, oh. my my the game that was a surprise to me this this year didn't come out this year was uh, Hades. I ended mm-hmm. up loving Hades. 
I would, I would, oh, nice. Yeah. If it was like, if it came out this year, that would have been probably my top three games of the year. Uh, yeah. And I, I think I played it right at the right time because I had finally gotten into roguelikes uh, mm-hmm. or roguelites. I don't know which fucking one it is. I don't care. It doesn't matter. It's awesome. <laughs> uh, uh, and so between that uh, and then just the, the fantastic combat of the game, the fantastic music, fantastic art, like it was yeah. just all around. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. I couldn't put it down once I started. Like, I wanted to stream it. <laughs> But then I just couldn't put it down. So I just kept playing it off stream too. Man, last year, 2020 was so fucking good for games. Yeah. Like with indies, we had Hades and, and Spirit Fair. And then we had The Last of Us 2 and Final Fantasy 7 Remake and Tsushima and and AC Valhalla and, and Persona 5 Royal and 13 Sentinels. Man, I feel like any of those games would have been, aside from Valhalla, I didn't like Valhalla, but any of those games probably would have been my game of the year this year. But they all came out in 2020. Uh, no, the one I was going to say, which I think we talked about last week or the week before, was uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. I thought yeah, that was a, that was a delightful that was, surprise. That was a big surprise, yes. Yeah, especially from like uh, being pretty, well, we didn't know about it. And then it, well, we it had been leaked and rumored. And then it was revealed during the summer. And it was the reveal wasn't great. And then the game came out. And I thought it was delightful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, Hunter Allen became a member in early access. Well, it looks like they resubscribed. So welcome back. Welcome, Hunter. Uh, Shogun is dead. Donated five dollars. Says, "I just want to say how much this channel just gives me the warm fuzzies." Now, such a beautiful community and all the content creators kick ass. Well, thank you, man. Thank you so much, Shogun is dead. Rest in peace, the Shogun, for being dead. <laughs> thoughts, <laughs> thoughts, thoughts, and prayers. Oh. Uh, Eve Daly, uh, member for four months and bonus content. Says, "Just saying, hey, hey, Eve. Well, hey yourself." And then Shogun is Dead is back for two dollars. Says, have you guys considered doing an escapist app? I'm probably the only one qualified to answer this. Uh, no. <laughs> for one, good luck getting my parent or, com- or parent company to develop that. Uh, and two, I don't really know why we would need it, considering the website is. I mean, apps websites don't really do apps anymore, as far as I'm aware. Uh, I mean, IGN sells an app, and I think I think the app has always been bad. I think yeah, it's always been a better would. experience to to just go to the website I, even if you're on mobile just go to the website so there there's no way to share information from the IGN app outside of that app it's useless <laughs> yeah it's a it's a closed wall it's it's incredibly bad yeah and yeah. a lot of time and a lot of money and a lot of effort was put into that and it's uh yep yeah we don't we don't need an app uh i just i'm going to be continuing my crusade to really get the the website in a modernized state for 2022 but don't hold your hopes up Nick, be the mighty whitey we need and fix the website. No. The white savior escapist website. Jesus. What? That'd be fine for for our brand, right? Is that bad? Oh, man. I think Twitter would would string me up. No. Let's not refer to me as that, please. <laughs> don't worry. Okay, don't worry. I am definitely gonna forget what the what the terminology was, and I'm definitely gonna like say it wrong. So <laughs> yes, you are. It, <laughs> yeah. Marking uh, Marty, you have about two days until you get canceled. So enjoy it. <laughs> I'm not gonna put it on Twitter though. It'll be fine. Uh, okay. Well, <laughs> somebody will put it on Twitter for you. <laughs> uh, and I, I, uh, Stufad. One, <laughs> I like I like how Jesse used to do those. Just a food. Uh, remember, upgraded to credit. Saint, Saint Ford. Saint Ford. I don't know if that's what it is. I, I don't know. Saint Farquad. I think it's an acronym. 
Yeah, shut the fuck up and die. An acronym. Amy Amy already did it. Shut the fuck up and die. Right. One. One. Oh, is it? Yeah. It could be. I I mean, that's what STFUAD means to me. I don't know about you. I I grew up in a different place, I think. (laughs) That'll be the sequel to Sekiro. Sekiro. Shut Shut the the fuck fuck up and die. Die Die once. (laughs) Shut the fuck up and die once. (laughs) All right. Well, that's it for Super Chats and members. Unless anybody else has anything else to send in, but we are running out of time because I got to go get the last ZP of the year posted for Halo Infinite. Uh, there won't be a new ZP this year, so, uh, or today. So don't be on, don't be looking for that anywhere. Yahtzee's on break. People were yelling at me about that on the Zero Punctuation Facebook page. They're like, let Yahtzee take a break. I was like, he is. Shut up. <laughs> there you go. He'll take another break soon when he has another kid. So there you <laughs> yeah, go. Yeah, he's double, gonna, double breaks. He's going to get two breaks. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta get find stuff. Is it really a break though? Like, no, it's not a break. It's not a break having having a a newborn. I don't know. I've never had a kid, but I'm gonna assume it's not a break. It's not a break. And then he also he will have a he will have a second kid, so it's like double not a break. Yeah, double dad. That's why he's become a big old softy. Wants to go to E3 like his youngest is gonna be two, so he's gonna have a two and a baby. That's why he wants to go to E3 again is to just be able to like sleep in a quiet bedroom. Just work so hard that day that he literally just passes out dead asleep. That's why he's saying about going on the uh, retreat for Adventures Night. All he wants to do is just have like one night of quiet sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I'll tell you what. The best sleep I ever get is when we're out filming a documentary. Because my God, eight hours of interviews I love doing the documentaries, but it's like listening to your teacher for eight hours and also having to like come up with follow-up questions that entire time. And like Omar will tell you if, if we got to get Omar on breakout sometime to talk about some of our documentary stories, but uh, he will tell you, like I get back to the hotel, I hit the pillow and I'm gone. There's just nothing left. <laughs> I might as well be empty. Yeah. Might as well be dead. <laughs> but uh, all right. I think we can wrap it all up then. Uh, yeah, you can, you can follow us all on our, our normal channels or, uh, normal, uh, ha- handles. Oh man, handles. I did. I was not prepared to do this. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm at Mick Biggity. Nick's at uh, Nick J Cal and Casey's at Sigma gears nine. Yep. Yes. Uh, correct. yeah, we already talked about the stuff we have coming up. It's kind of be in light next couple days. Cause, uh, uh, we're, we're taking our, our second part of our holiday break, but, uh, yeah, like I said, Casey has that big, uh, best of three MR that we, uh, that he cobbled together and that'll be going up Friday. And, uh, I don't know, Nick, do you have a stream tomorrow? Yeah, Are you Jack, Jack, Jack and tomorrow? I will be back for the last stream of 2021 tomorrow. And he's mm-hmm. going to be playing on dark souls too, because why would we not end the year on more dark souls content? Dark souls deuces, the real dark souls too, not the dark souls mod. That's yeah. like dark souls. Yes. Too. Real dark souls too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, that's, yeah, the three MR video, I think, Thing. Well, you also get uh, if you're not a member or are, uh, on the website, uh, Adventures Nine Episode Seven drops tomorrow for the public, and also extra punctuation on Undertale will drop tomorrow for everybody, so we can get it out before the end of the year. Mm-hmm. So you're getting both Adventures yeah. Nine and extra punctuation tomorrow, whether you're a member or not. But you should become a member because that'd be great because we're real close to hitting a milestone. So do, do it. it. Become a member, and we uh, we won't have a game night uh, this weekend because it's uh, yeah, no gears, no gears. game night. Uh, yeah, but then uh, the following done. week, yeah, well, yeah, Persona's done. But the following week, we'll be kicking off. We'll have Gears. We'll have uh, Casey and I doing Dead Space too, um, and we'll yeah. have our first game night uh, on the eighth. And uh, assuming Jesse gets back to me at some point, it looks like it's going to be the the three of us and Jesse doing Mario Party Superstars. 
Super Mario Party Superstars. Don't say Super Mario Party because someone's going to buy that and that game doesn't even have online and that's going to be weird. Mario Party uh, Super Whiteies. <laughs> I didn't say that one. <laughs> Super Whitey Tidies. Tidy Whiteies. Nick, you can get us out of here because I'm, I'm done. Right, I'm yeah. Done. I'm sorry. I am we, in control we've of hit the wall. You, you host it, but I am in control. I can keep us that here as long true. as I want. That is true. Yeah. Do we have anything else to play? Also, I, mean, I could just it. walk away from this game. That's true. I could just <laughs> sit here alone. Option. Also, Mar- Mario is definitely the Mushroom Kingdom's Mighty Whitey, if we're being real. Oh, yeah. I do have credits. We can play those this week. Yeah. Well, bye, everybody. <laughs> uh, yeah, bye, everyone. Yeah, yeah if we don't, have if a great we don't see Year's. you. Yeah, have a wonderful New Year's, and, and we'll see you early next week. Bye. Bye.